and we're back in the room. You mentioned something, Podge, there, which again kind of sprung a load of things into my head. And you mentioned about how people can be too kind of focused on detail and, and not be focused enough on, on the more fundamental foundational aspects. And you said if you're the type of person who's watching the news and you want to know if it's raining in, in Wexford or whatever, and just when you said raining in Wexford or whatever way you phrase it, you just you maybe think of something that was in my mind over the last day or two. And it's in relation to watching the weather. And recently in Ireland, uh, it snowed a little bit. <laughs> and I was watching the news last night, man. Oh, my fucking Status God. Status orange warning. So funny, man. I mean, if you, if you were from another planet and you just sat down, you would think that this white stuff was fucking toxic. <laughs> because it's like, it, it was incredible. It snowed. Yeah, That's all yeah, that happened. Yeah. It just snowed. There was no <laughs> fucking beast from the east or any madness. There was fucking five centimetres of snow around the country. That's all that happened. It At just worst, snowed. Yeah, happens yeah. all the fucking time. Happens practically every year. Just a bit of snow. Nothing to worry about. But it was uh, treacherous driving conditions. <laughs> and uh, uh, estimates between five and ten centimetres of snow. And... It was just so fucking dramatised. It was uh, incredible. And it just got me thinking about the weather. And, you know, the isobars and all these little fucking triangles and semicircles and areas of high pressure and areas of low pressure. That's all a a load of of detail. Mm. But I don't know what any of those isobars or high or low pressure mean. I would argue that 99% of people who've been watching the news every day of the week and looking at these things (laughs) don't know what it means either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's there's something there. There's something about paying attention to the detail at the cost of understanding weather patterns. Mm, mm. Like, we were... A week ago, it was apparent because of the fucking meteorological surveys or the, the fucking satellite data or whatever the fuck it was, this, we were going to get an influx of uh, Siberian air and we were going to be blanketed in fucking snow. That's what was thought, let's say, two weeks ago. And there was a warning that in a week's time or so, we could get fucking pretty savage snowfall, lads. Watch out, be careful, okay? Fair enough. It's coming from the east, okay? So it has to cover England before it gets to Ireland, mm. Okay. England didn't get a huge, big, mad blizzard, but yet we were still on red alert for it hitting Ireland, even though it has to pass through England before it gets it. Do you know what kind of way? So England are going to get it, and then we're going to get the tail end of it after England get it. England barely got it, and we're still Still shitting ourselves. But it's because it's on the fucking, you know... We had all the indicators. Exactly, but I mean, if you... But see, that's the other thing. If you actually taught people how to understand weather, you lessen their need to pay attention to the weather every day. Yeah, yeah. Do you know that kind of way? So by keeping people with the illusion that they're informed, they need to keep coming back for that illusion. Yeah, yeah. Do you know that kind of way? So you, you you spoon feed people bits of information endlessly and you give them the you leave them with the impression that they're informed mm-hmm. whilst not educating them at all yeah, the so they need to sense, keep coming back uh, like. yeah 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 it's fucking gas it's mad yeah, I feel like the more 
I don't know, I don't like calling people enlightened or not enlightened or using them dichotomies, but I look at someone like Wim Hof, it's like, does he give a fuck whether it's raining or snowing? He's going to be out in his jocks climbing up fucking Mount Everest anyway, so it just, it's nearly, it just doesn't, it's irrelevant, like, it's it's besides the point, like, altogether. Now, look, there's day-to-day stuff fucking okay if it's snowing tomorrow it'd be good to know in advance because you might get up 10 minutes early and fucking heat the car up or whatever but i mean it's not like we're fucking trying to walk from navin to cork with a herd of cattle like we were doing 78 years ago yeah yeah it's it's not going to have a major impact on your day not really not unless you know something extreme happens but it seems like it's we love a bit of panic. We love some panic. Just, oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. But the, the thing that they killed me about the news that I watched last night and the, the weather on the news was that it had it, it was here. We were in the middle of it. <laughs> so they were warning us daily about this big thing that was coming. And it came. It wasn't anything like that they were fucking talking. It yeah. was going to be. But they were still in, it, you know, watch out, fucking don't, yeah. no unnecessary journeys, you know, stay at You're home. You're already in a lockdown, you can't have an unnecessary <laughs> yeah, journey. Exactly. <laughs> Doubly like. don't. But, you know, I was just waiting for, you know, meanwhile in Finland, for, yeah. you know, fucking, there's four foot of snow every 15 minutes, they just kind of get on with it, like. It's, I don't know, it's just weird. Yeah, yeah. And, but it, it, what's weird, and the, the, the saddest thing is how... I suppose how obvious it is to me and apparently to you but not necessarily fucking everybody and I think for one reason or another we've been privileged enough to have the fucking the time to I suppose organise our own fucking minds you know that kind of way I get our head around like like we were born with an interest in philosophical musings. Yeah, you know, kind of way. And yeah. if we weren't born with it, we picked it up along the way. Not everybody has that. Yeah, and even just having access. I mean, like, fucking, if you're relying on Navin Library, for example, for your information, it's only so far you're going to go. That's not to shit on the library, but, I mean, compared to having digital access to nearly anything you can imagine, there's, there's a huge, huge difference there. So... Just access to information is, is so much greater than whatever 10, 20, 30 years ago. Um, you know, you can just think of any book, and it's probably, especially if it's an older book, you're going to have an audio copy that you can listen to at the click of a button. But 20 years ago, you're looking for some kind of obscure philosophical book by someone from the 19th century. Good luck with that one. Like, even if you're going up to whatever specialized libraries in Dublin and colleges or that you might have some hope but I mean it was not the click of a button it's just insane but there was a, there was a, a big upside to that I think because there was a lot greater value on that information mm-hmm. do you know that kind of way like if you had to if you had an idea in your head and you wanted to read a book about this idea that was going to help you you might have to wait a week before or two or three or a month yeah, or yeah. fucking six months before you got a copy of it <gasps> so then when you had it like you'd fucking read that thing cover to cover yeah, twenty it. times, like yeah, and you value yeah, it, and it, yeah. you know, there's you wouldn't like these days. Information is so plentiful and so readily available that a thought enters my head, and I can just download a, an article about it. Yeah, yeah, and I read that, and I download an article about something else, and then I download an article about something <laughs> else, and then all of a sudden you're not paying attention to who wrote this. Yeah, do you know kind yeah. of way, and it's just. Just more. You, you started off with a fucking 
uh, an Irish Times article and a 45 minute rabbit hole later you're on a Reddit forum listening to some dude who does or doesn't know what he's talking about. Do you know that kind of way? Yeah, yeah. But your overall recollection is, yeah, I was I was reading, I think it was the Times. <laughs> yeah, 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 and this guy was going on about the flat earth. Like, do, do you know? But if yeah, you... Big time, big time. So, so these days, the downside of it being so available is that I can just, I can, I can cherry pick from 101 different places. And that's all information. There's less foundation in that. But mm. back in the day, like if you were ordering a book back in the day, A, it was going to take ages to come and you're only going to be able to afford one of them. So you're very fucking choosy on what you got. Yes. Now, pff, you know, it's just next, 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 next. Yeah, yeah. And as you so wisely put it before, your um, your mind is overfed and undernourished yeah oh yeah information i find myself a bit of an information junkie like sometimes i'm just reading for the sake of reading there's no real context or background and i'm left feeling like that might as well have just been the news because i don't have really the the required context to actually fully understand that so it's just kind of information for information's sake um which does nothing but cloud your thinking as opposed to clarify it. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, but I, I like the idea then as well of, I think it's something again Dan Carlin said that, because uh, he was one of the f- first people to start podcasts and he was coming from a background of doing radio shows. Um, but he, he could see the internet was just basically a new thing and he was kind of one of the early adopters and he was saying to the people he was trying to pitch to to get back and for his, his podcast and that, people didn't really get it, but he was saying quantity has a quality all of its own, um, which we can see now, like how, how valuable just having endless amounts of anything can be absolute shite but just <laughs> there's lots of it you can make money off that um so yeah it's, it's, it's interesting the idea that quantity has a quality all of its own um so it would seem that the more you have of something the less valuable it gets but i don't know it's not not completely true when it comes to the internet well in, in relation to concretizing my own worldview um like having a mountain of Material. So let's say if I was, I think I said this in an episode or two ago, if I was running for some form of public office, mm. like I can, if somebody is questioning whether or not I am doing something because of this reason or that reason, or let's say I get accused of being a racist for something that I say that's deemed to be racist, whatever, I can point them to hundreds and hundreds of hours of me speaking completely freely and open about mm. such mm. issues. Mm. So... If I had something to hide, that wouldn't be the best be way there. Do, so is, yeah. is there an element of? Is, am I? Are we talking about two completely different things there, or is there a crossover in relation to the, a quantity of thing? You know, a vast quantity of things being valuable as so, opposed yeah, to yeah, yeah, no, same, same, same idea, yeah, for sure. Um, I think then when you kind of broaden it out again, it's you know something like data mining. We can see how valuable that is or how powerful that is a social engineering or whatever your 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 motivations might be for mining data but it could be that on anything but just once you have enough of it there's there's a way of making that qualitative and quantifying something there's there's ways of 
making it powerful, you know, turning it into a tool. Um, yeah, no, very much so. And again, I'm, as I was saying to you before, uh, I'm writing a book. Now, it's not strictly for publication. Mm. Um, not that I wouldn't publish it if I fucking could or whatever else or if I th- thought I wanted it. But first and foremost, I want to write the fucking thing and mm. I worry about what I do with it kind of after the fact. But what I found is I wrote the, the 10 or so chapters. I've put a couple of bullet points under each kind of heading. So I'm, I'm fleshing out what is going to be in each ta- chapter without making any effort of writing it, yes. per se. Because everything that I need to put in this book is already in my head. I don't need new information. I've got mm. plenty up there. Yeah. And the idea of writing the book is to take the billions of data points that are in my fucking brain yeah. and condense them down into what will essentially be my worldview. Excellent. And would that come across in kind of narrative format, like a story, start, middle and end, sort of fictional? No, it's, 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 funny, it's funny you say that because most, most productions have what's called a, a three-part structure in it. So there's set up conflict and resolution. Mm-hmm. Now, there can be five, but it's within the... It could be ten, but within the ten, it's there's the set up fucking conflict and resolution. Mm. So what, I, what I'm tying with is doing that not across the book, but within each chapter. Oh, wow, right. Uh, but the idea being that, let's say there's 10 chapters. Before the first chapter, there'll be an intro. And at the end of the last chapter, after the end of the last chapter, there'll be like an outro or a summary. Okay. So the idea at the start is to lay out the problem. The 10 chapters is um, discussing that problem and fleshing that out. And mm. then the outro is essentially the kind of the resolution. Conclusion. But Excellent. within each chapter, It'll start with the setup. It'll go into the conflict, conflict, and then there'll be a bit of resolution per chapter. Okay, similar so, to the podcast. Or this kind of this format. It's exactly. Podcast, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's identical. It's okay. identical to the podcast. Well, you, yeah, yeah, the series that we're doing. Think about what you're going to say. Like, huh? <laughs> you have time to think about what you're going to say, though, or not. Compared to the podcast, like you're, we're thinking out loud here with the book. You'll have fucking. You know, you can. Work out your thoughts. Oh, without, without a doubt. But you see, the, the beauty of the of the the chapters and the book is so. I I I have ten chapters, say, mm. and I have maybe ten or fifteen bullet points underneath each chapter heading. And what I'm going to do now, before I write anything, is I'm going to do solo episodes per chapter, mm, mm. and I'm just going to flesh out all the bullet points, and then I'll have a standalone episode on education. It won't be finished by any stretch cool. of the imagination, but then I'll do the next chapter as, let's say, business. And I have, me, I have my chapter title, which is business. I have my 10 bullet points, and I'll just talk, like we're talking now, about what I've, I've written down. That'll go on for an hour, and then I'll have the business episode, and I'll upload that. Excellent. So I'll upload the 10 chapters. So it'll essentially be an audio book before it's a, I've read, I've read a written book. book. Cool. But the, the, the audio book will very much be a first draft. Yes. So I'll rewrite... I'll actually no so I have for each chapter I have the heading and 10 bullet points so I write that that's done then I'll do an hour long podcast discussing all those things that's done then I'll try and actually write it from what I've learned from the hour long podcast because I can listen back to that and I can say to myself I don't like the way I I said this that's not quite right and I'll reword it Mm. and then I'll actually write it so instead of it being a chapter title with 10 bullet points it'll be an actual chapter and that'll be the first draft. Cool, cool. Yeah, I love that. That's, that's and the idea is that, that like the, the reason, the things that I, the chapters, I didn't really pick them. 
I, I, I needed to organise my mind, so I've organised them into categories. Yeah. And those categories are chapters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So education is a big one for me. So I'll, write, I'll see if I can rhyme off the chapters. It's education, business, religion. Um, what the fuck else are the other ones? Education, business, religion. I can't think of any more, but let's say we'll just pick those three. So religion, you're obviously going to bring in spirituality and you're going to bring in the fact that our spirituality has essentially been hijacked by religion and it's been uh, corporatized so you have uh, like the catholic, the catholic church for example is an, is literally an organization yeah, it's not a belief system anymore yeah, it's a yeah. fucking company yeah, yeah. um and that 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 company element ties into the business chapter so they all they're all the chapters are inextricably linked excellent but the whole purpose and point of all of this it's so that I know what my own fucking worldview is. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm mining like my own data. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking yeah. a leaf out of the fucking tech company. <laughs> yeah, 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 but, yeah. You, but you know so, what I mean? Yeah, so it's kind of pursuit of self-understanding fundamentally. Again, yeah, like I think so. Bedrock yeah. philosophy. Or so the idea being that let's say in six months' time when I have the, the book, essentially, I was going to say the book finished, when I have the first draft finished. Mm. Okay, so the book, the first draft of the book is finished, right? And maybe there's a second draft next year. And ideally there'd be five drafts within the first two years, two drafts in the subsequent 10 years, and then your final draft in 15 years' time mm, mm. will be basically your worldview. Wow, yeah. Do you know kind of yeah. way? Um, It'd be interesting, especially over kind of chronologically like over time how things will kind of shift and change like I'm sure the conversation me and you have now will be somewhat different. Right, yes, but in in an effort to write the chapters, I'm not putting in any detail. Yes. Everything's yes. broad sweeping generalization. It's yeah. a, the, the whole purpose of it is, as you call it, it's philosophical bedrock. Yeah, yeah, uh, that might yeah. be the fucking name of it. Mm-hmm. I might name the book Philosophical Bedrock. <gasps> um, Counter Compliance was another name that I'm tying with. Um, because my whole shtick, the whole off the lead thing is that, you know, my hypothesis is that we've essentially domesticated ourselves. Mm, mm, Do you know the kind mm. of way where we're, we've been bred to consume? That's another possible title, bred to consume. Um, I've, I, the way I see it, we've essentially, we're milking ourselves for our finances. Mm, that, mm. That's what we've done. Um, and I want to push back against that as best I can. And that's what the whole off the lead thing has always been about and continues to be about. Yes. Um, but I've gotten to the stage now whereby... I need to uh, put my worldview kind of behind me. I need to say, That's this, this is it. Yeah, this is my worldview. Yeah, so that no matter what topic I'm talking about, so I'm talking to a Swahilian about fucking turnips and how he sells them in the market or whatever. It doesn't matter how weird or out of the ordinary. You have your worldview already Mm. and you have it well known. So you can have an... It's giving me the... uh, Hopefully will give me the ability to have a somewhat instantaneous, um, well-thought-out opinion. Mm. I know that kind of sounds counterintuitive you know what a well thought out of instant <laughs> yeah, opinion of a pre opinion yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. You, just just so you know your own prejudices you're yes. aware of your own standpoints that all the all the underlying all the f- philosophical but like I could nearly it'd nearly be worth writing a chapter called phys- philosophical bedrock and in the chapter it's just different ways of phrasing philosophical bedrock <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 because yeah. that's 
the real nuts and bolts of it. That's yeah, the foundation. Yeah, what kind of percolates into everything else. Like it's yes. it affects what, everything you do. What's, what's foundational? Like? Yeah. What's yeah. fucking what it's it's what it's your what is it your is axioms, is that what axioms are? An axiom, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or your presuppositions, um, yeah, they're, they're, they're an all, axiom is a bunch all, of suppositions. Sorry? An axiom, I guess, is a bunch of suppositions together. So, okay. Yeah, I think so, anyway. Um, but it's, it's, it's getting all that together, and that's, that's, the, that's the goal. That's, mm. that's, that's what I'm all about at the minute. But you see, the beauty of it is, if you want to... Uh, so it's, it's ten chapters, so it's, it's a book. But each episode is also a, a podcast, a standalone podcast. Mm. The whole book is a series of podcasts. The whole book, read out and articulated, is an audio book. But each episode could be an episode in a docu series. Mm. Do you know that kind of way? Mm. You, you write the book, you get your worldview nailed down as best as you can, as you can. And you, you move on from there because once you have a worldview, you can write a play, you can write a film, you can write a fucking docu-series. Yeah, oh, you, yeah. can do, you, can, you can kind of progress past it. Um, and it, this is something that I'm very keen to kind of put behind me. Do you know the kind of way? Yeah. I, want, I want this fucking done. I want it finished. <laughs> I'm not going to spend the next 10 years writing it. Yeah, like yeah. I, I want... I want a fucking first draft on my desk by fucking March. You can't <laughs> love it. Oh, I love it. It's great. Like it's, um, it's certainly a fucking great way of organizing what's inside your head. Like it's, it's, it's a mess. Yeah. It's a fucking mess. Man. <laughs> it's a fucking mess. Don't get me wrong. It's it, that. I don't mean that in a bad way. But it's like, it's like I've got a. It's like I've got a, all the contents of a of a museum say but yeah no nothing's in its place it. <laughs> like, anyway, it's just yeah, all yeah. under a big sheet yeah, there's cobwebs don't get me wrong it's great to have it yeah yeah but how much better would it be if if it was all divided out into its sections so you could walk around it so you could so that there was an entrance point and an exit point and there was at each you know glass cage there was a little subheading of these are mammals and these are reptiles and these yeah, you know just yeah, to fucking just to organise it curate your brain <laughs> just to, to curate your brain yeah I, th- I think so and cool, I uh, I don't think I need anything so. other than the time and inclination to do it for sure yeah, like yeah. I, the, like, no, nobody well I was going to say nobody can help me you're helping yeah. all my previous like, guests the, are helping podcasts feel like a, nearly an idea cloud um, for your book like it's, it's oh, oh 100%, yeah, yeah, 100%, yeah. 100% 100% I'm like I think in most media situations the host is terrified that their guest might say something contrary to what it is that they're putting forward, mm. but I have the opposite approach. Yeah, that's what you want. I, that's like, what I'm fucking yeah, craving. I'm looking yeah. for it. Like, do you know what I mean? And it's hard. It's hard to find people a that are interested in these things, but b out of the pool of people who are interested in these things, there's such a self-imposed limit to who commit to it. Basically, mm, mm, mm. I'm not short on people who do it off the record, and yeah. there's 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 merit in that from from my own point of view. But I don't know when you when you put a mic in front of someone that there's a difference. It's that constraint thing. Again. It is. It's it is the constraint uh, thing. Yeah. Because when we're just when we're talking and there's no mics, 
yeah. you know, stop listening to each other. <laughs> well, you can just fucking say any old Waffle, shite, yeah. and it doesn't really matter. <laughs> you stick a mic in front of someone and say it's going on, it's going on the internet forever. It's like, oh Jesus! Yeah, yeah. Try to be a bit more careful. <laughs> Yeah, but, careful, it, it, but, but but that's the thing. That's the thing. Like. People try and be more careful, and that's not a good thing. You yeah, want people fucking speaking freely, like. Mm, mm. Um, so, yeah, that fine line between the two, then, isn't it? Nearly, it's if there was no mics here, we could just be waffling, not having to be careful, just fucking something in between the two, like of trying to be articulate enough that people want to be listening to or to know that it actually makes sense but also kind of constrained somewhat that you don't just waffle or you don't you don't I don't know you don't go off the rails well, too you, far you, you kind of have to explain yourself a little bit better because when me and you are just talking I can say you know what I mean yeah oh, and yeah, you go yeah. oh you're fucking preaching to the choir here brother <laughs> yeah, yeah. and somebody listening is going what the fuck are these two dopes on about Inside I joke, don't know you, what you're you talking you about get <laughs> but the, the, the weird thing about that is when we do that to each other it's it's a disservice. Like, yeah, it's, impl- it's all employed it's all right? employed yeah, we could be thinking two very different things yes then as well. now we yeah. know each other relatively well so we would have uh, you know we, we're going to have a 95% accuracy in what we think the other person is trying to get across yes but when you're uploading it to the internet yeah, yeah. it's like you have to make it explicit yeah, and yeah. by ma- and that's the thing about writing the chapters in the book you're, you're making it explicit like I mean you, you have to it has to be coherent it has mm. to make sense mm. do you know that kind mm. of way and it just I know it, 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 you're putting yourself like I'd l- imagine getting to a a point whereby you've finished the second or third draft of your book you fucking nail it you know your own uh, worldview inside out as close as, as is possible Time for try some. and catch me out yeah, yeah 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 yeah. like I'd stand up like w- once that point comes like I'd probably do it now but once that once I've finished the actual fucking writing of it and the whole thing is as clear in my mind as it can be you know scrutinise me yeah, I could yeah. be fucking Taoiseach or King of the World or whatever it is and I'll talk to anybody in any instance about anything because I fucking know my own mind. I know what I'm about. Oh, time for a large dose of psychedelics at that stage. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I need to write a new book. But exactly. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, and the, yeah. the, the more educated people in relation to psychedelics who are listening are going to fucking get that. Mm, and like mm. people who aren't sure psychedelics aren't really... It's That's, that's an in-joke, but it's a fucking... It's a hundred percent. I love that. Like, yeah. I really do love that. As soon as you have any kind of confidence in a paragraph of one of your chapters, <laughs> nice big dose of psilocybin, and we'll fucking see what's up. You're gonna need a lot of mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, time for episode fucking eight, brother. Fucking hell.